right, all right, all right. This is Bishop Bowser, and this is Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser, and this is our podcast, and we have a good one for you today, and uh, we want everyone here that is listening to this um, on uh, our podcast, please share this podcast so that other folks can hear what we're talking about and going on because this is an interesting subject that we're going to be talking about today and we're going to be discussing today is it worth it and i know i have my guest today with me again uh almost like co-host right i have uh, jimmy and he has his <laughs> other name james robinson <laughs> did you know that was up there <laughs> i know i know a lot of times you stand in the alias huh <laughs> but uh uh, we have uh, Jimmy with us and uh, been having some good subjects and topics um, uh, to discuss. And I really like Jimmy because he, you know, he don't, there ain't no uh, sugarcoating anything. He give it to you like it is. And you can always appreciate somebody that's going to be honest, straightforward and speaking from their heart, their mind, you know, exactly what they're thinking and, and um, feeling at that moment. And, and along with facts as far as addressing the issues and the subjects. And so, um, uh, I believe we have a good one. We're talking about, is it worth it? And when you think about it, and when we say, is it worth it? You know, it's, it's you know, we're, we're, we're trying to fight against white supremacy in a, st- a, a system establishment. When you talk about structural racism, institutional racism, or when you talk about individual racism, when you talk about uh, systemic racism, all these different types of racism, and you look in the school systems, you look in the, criminal justice system, you look in the financial institutions, you look in the, um, uh, whether you look in our communities, the various things that's happening there, uh, educational, all these different systems, uh, institutions, I should say, uh, create a system. And we know that uh, racism is established on making money off of black people, going back to slavery, right? And that's the way they want to keep it. And and also making black people a second class citizen or even less, right? They dehumanize us. And so we fight against that. We're fighting again. We've been fighting against that. Our people, black people, Foundation Black Americans, we've been fighting against those things, you know, really, you know, during slavery and, and especially since we've been out of slavery, you know, for our rights and, and for equal treatment and, and so on. Uh, we still haven't gotten our reparations. But when you're standing for your people and fighting against white supremacy, a lot of times in these movements, uh, whether you want to talk about Black Lives Matter or you want to talk about uh, some of these racial justice uh, groups and so on, um, many times, you know, you, you get more flack and pushback from them than you do for the, the, the white supremacists that we're trying to come up against. And a lot of times it's like, you know, do you understand that this is what they want, you know, and and. And yet they think they're the ones that's fighting for 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 the people and standing up for righteousness and 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 all of that. And so sometimes it gets so frustrating in dealing with this and to the point to where that uh, you want to quit. You want to, you know, uh, uh, from the perspective, like, you know what, forget all this. You know, I'm going to just go ahead and do my thing, you know, because I don't have to go through all this. You know, I ain't making no million dollars in this in this uh, in this stuff. I'm doing it because I love it and I have a passion but if I got to get all this pushback and all these attacks, you know, uh, from our own people, it's a trip, you know. And it's amazing, right, because, Jimmy, you know, one of the things that I found is that people will attack you and mm-hmm. and for things that um, you have said and you weren't even, I mean, they weren't even in the, in the conversation or whatever piece you wrote or what have you. And, and they just want to jump in the fight to attack you 
because they think that, you know, you're you're they got more people on their side. And so they can attack somebody that they think is weak and try to push back and stump on because they think it might be easy to do that and make them look good and build a platform and make a name for themselves. It's it's really amazing how um, uh, things are going with when you when you look at um, uh, uh, fighting for racial equality. Right. And equity and justice, you know, it's it's. Is, is you really get a lot of pushback from your own people. I'm sure Malcolm X went through it. I'm sure Martin Luther King went through it and many others and so on. Stop but, right there. Yeah, what's your thought? Go ahead. Stop right, stop right there. Go ahead. Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. was all, before he was assassinated, he was stabbed in the chest and just oh, no. barely missed his heart. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. By the demented black woman. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I read about that. I read about that. Do do okay, the dirty little secret. Yep. Yep. You no, know, I bring up the receipt. So remember, he, he he talked about it was a demented black woman yep. who asked me about Martin Luther King and I said yes. And the next <laughs> thing I know, I felt a sharp pain in my chest. That woman tried to kill him. Yep. Okay. Yep. Sure enough, did. Sure enough. Now did. you brought up Malcolm X, mm-hmm. and as complicated as it is, mm-hmm. we know who ultimately did him. That's right. Yep. Absolutely. Now, to to bring it up to twenty twenty, mm-hmm. you and I both have a common person that we know here, a very prominent. Female LGBTQRXY, you know, activist mm-hmm. um, that hides behind the whole Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And this same very prominent female activist that failed, had a very failed attempt when she ran for mayor. Oh, you know, yeah, as she was stepping yeah. on, as she was, as she was stepping on the necks of everyone else that. You know, she could get her grubby little miss to get some some dollars from. Mm-hmm. See, we both have a similar enemy yeah. uh, in common, right? right? Right. And now you are born and raised here in San Diego. I'm an outsider. You know what I mean? You know, I'm, I'm from I'm from Venice, homie. So I'm supposed to get all kind of pushback mm-hmm. and 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 mouthpiece and all that kind of stuff, but. Just drawing that one comparison right there with this particular activist mm-hmm. who is 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 well known to be engaging in all kind of other anti-black male activity, mm-hmm. you know, under the under under the guise of Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now you pick that up because see, when you ask me, is it worth it? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. It is 150% absolutely worth not worth it. And it is, in fact, asinine okay. for us as black society to say, oh, yeah, you know, we're, 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 we're going to fight white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we're not going to say nothing about the black feminists and their simp supporters right. that are equally as dangerous, if not more dangerous, because, see, they get to slither and slime themselves along, right along the side of us, while we're, quote-unquote, fighting white supremacy. hmm Yep, absolutely, man. 
Absolutely. And, and, you know, here's the thing, you know, Jimmy, that I would say in regards to you. I, I was born in El Central and came here when I was two years old. But um, right. uh, this is all I know. Um, when Right. Okay. Forgive me. You know, outside of two years, you know, <laughs> you're born and raised. So. <laughs> they're not quite born, but. But, but here's what I want to say, though, right? Because yeah. be, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm, I consider myself a native San Diegan. And um, right. some of these, you know, the, the, the person that you were talking about, but even others, right, uh, that we tie into it, neither are they from San Diego. A lot of them are not from San Diego, right? They're from other places, and then they become they come here and respected as prominent leaders in San Diego, and they're not even from San Diego. So when you, when you say you're from Ventura, I say, so what? You know, you still have a place here in San Diego, just like the rest of them, right? And, and have a voice that can speak because if they start calling that out, then we got to call out all these folks that's leading some of these racial justice groups and they're not from San Diego. And let me just bring it a little bit more home, right? Not only are some of them, if, if they are from San Diego, they're not from Southeast San Diego. They grew up somewhere else in outside of Southeast San Diego, then come and move in Southeast San Diego like they're native there and, and they speak for Thank Southeast, you. right? And here's the other thing that I want to say in regards to that is that, you know, Southeast San Diego is not the only place where you have black people. Black people are scattered all over the county of San Diego and we're all over the place. All right? over the county. Uh, over the, yeah, thank you. And so, you know, so when you talk, when we talk about uh, fighting for racial justice, it's not just in Southeast San Diego. It's Man, everywhere. I'm from Oceanside. <laughs> Stay in San Marcos. Look, I, I've been in breweries in San Marcos and seen some Negroes. I said, come on. I said, brother, come here, man. I'm uh -huh. going to buy you a beer because, like, I'm visiting. Uh -huh. What in the hell are you doing living here? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly, man. Exactly. And, 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 and so we do have that and, and so on. And so, you know, the thing of it is, and I, I, I think we talked about this before, and I forgot the guy's name. His name, I, you probably know him if I, uh, I think his name was Tufufu. What was that guy's name? Um, um, I forgot his name, but one day he said a powerful thing, and I think we talked about this before um, when, when um, uh, we was talking about this. is One of the things he said was is that white man, the white supremacy, the white man does not fear women including the black woman, they don't fear them. Who they fear is the black man, right? Right. And, and so that's who they fear. And that's who they want to keep suppressed and so on. And so a lot of folks, you know, when you when we talk about whether it's feminism, where we talk about, well, uh, these women and even the, a lot of these men that get behind it, they don't realize that they're supporting white supremacy when you are promoting uh, an agenda Actually, that comes up against a black man. Mm -mm. No, they do. They do. Yeah. No, no, they do. No, they, that, that, that's a lie. Go ahead. Go ahead. That is a bald <laughs> face, absolute lie. All yeah. of these feminists, all of these women, this is, this is a very hard conversation mm -hmm. and they don't want to hear it, but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Whether Unfortunately, Bishop Bowser, mm -hmm. more black women are practicing and engaging in feminism than are not. Yeah. Amen. And the reason that they have to do it as a group, it comes down to the economics. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Let's mm -hmm. not be stupid. 
if only nine percent of Bishop Bowser, mm-hmm. I'm just I, I remember I did, I did with the numbers. Amen. If only nine percent of black women are making seventy five thousand dollars or more a year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is what is going to require you take San Diego out of the equation. If you're living in Alabama somewhere, $75,000 and more is only 9% of the black female population. 75% of them make less than 50 grand a year, make 50 grand a year or less. Wow. Okay. So we, the, the argument is over with. If you notice, you don't hear me arguing anything about, hey, you know, black women need to do X, Y, Z. The fight is over with. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll be funny. I'll surrender. They won. <laughs> We're going to just deal with just pure economics, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So the government has to continue supporting them with these minuscule $375 a month for, uh, I think they gave some Negroes that in Indiana somewhere. And I think what in Georgia, they gave some other Negro women uh, $800 a month. And, um, uh, uh, some other city, uh, I think they're about to give another. Oh, Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Birmingham, they're about to give them a couple more dollars. So what? That don't. That's not going to replace a man's income. Right. So what we're going to what we're going to really like watch in real time and collapse in society, which is kind of funny, because see, you go out here and you quote unquote fight white supremacy, right? And you take the bullets and. You literally put your name and your reputation, everything online, and people come and see you in person because they're very easy to find. And the gift that you get in return for all of that, Bishop Bowser, is anti-black racism from these same black feminist females. Mm-hmm. Now, here's here's irony for you, Bishop Bowser. Mm-hmm. The fastest growing demographic are these same, not quote, not those same feminists, but black female single mothers who can't find Section 8 voucher people to take their voucher, mm-hmm. that's the fastest-growing demographic homeless besides the old, oh, wow. uh, older black women. Yeah. I don't know when the last time you've been downtown. You should go take a look. Yeah. You'd be you'd be you'd be shocked. Been about a month you, somewhere. Been a, been well, a you month. should yeah. probably go down there. You know, uh, uh, the sixteenth and K, and 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 down there, uh, uh, just two, one block over, mm-hmm. uh, down from Twelfth uh, and Imperial, that little drop-in center. Mm-hmm. You'd be amazed how many black women you see with their their children. Mm-hmm. Wow, man, that's something, okay. man. Yeah. Well, no, it's not something. It's it's economics. Mm-hmm. If a one-bedroom apartment is fifteen hundred dollars a month, <clears throat> excuse me, you need three times the income. Oops, that's forty-five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Oh, that means that you do you make fifty grand a year, Shaquita? I think not. So, don't say nothing to them. Natural selection, economics, and everything else will take care of this. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. I'll I'll let you take care of it. I'll let you. <laughs> you do you do good, bro. Uh, no, because what what I'm what I'm thinking about is you know when we when we talk about this movement and we talk about uh, is is the fight worth it and uh, some of the things that you were naming as far as what we're coming up against and dealing with all of that, um, uh, especially you know and and it, 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 we need to understand that this is not um, black women bashing, right? 
uh, but it's more so trying sure. to educate and trying to open eyes and get folks to understand what white supremacy is doing mm -hmm. to our people and how we're doing it by turning uh, one group against another group. And, and um, uh, until we can come together and work together, and, 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 and here's the thing, right? Cause Ain't no this, coming together. I know. And, and, Gotta and, leave some out. Just yeah. get a few. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and so and here's the thing, right? So when we say is it worth it, it it really, you know, it, it what gets me with this my personal experiences. And I mean, like when you said that, I said, man, you know, I, that's the thing I've been dealing with lately. Not not so much with what God called me to do, because what God called me to do, I'm going to do that. Sometimes right. I have to realign myself. Like, okay, Lord, maybe I I went over here because somebody asked me. You didn't tell me to go over here. You know what I mean? So I have to like get back oh. focused on what Lord really want me to do, and 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 where He's working. But at the same time. Um, you know, because like you love that. and you care for people and you see a need, you try to get out there and work and help and fight. But I found mm, but that. But God said, get back over here where I, I told Thank you. you <laughs> Thank you. Oh, there you go. See there? I got you. I got you, bitch. And, 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 so now, and so now with that being the case, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. You know, you step out. Uh, I, 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 I love quoting Dr. King. So he starts talking about the plight of the American Negro, you know? Uh -huh. And, and, and there's nothing more noble mm -hmm. than, than going out and, and you know, quote-unquote, sending for your people. But yeah. ultimately, man, honestly, until there's issues, mm -hmm. okay, there's white supremacists. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear that. The reason I don't really want to hear that white supremacist right. shit, there I, the, the, the owner of the cottages that I live in, is a one percenter damn hell's angel realtor white supremacist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I never had a problem with that man. Been late, been been two months late before my rent. And he worked with you. Never had man. Never had a problem with that dude. Okay, mm -hmm. man. Now I'm not going to be listen. I'm not going to be stupid or naive. Right. I, I I don't I don't have problem because I am who I am. Right. You know, and like I stand for a few certain things. Like you won't catch me cooning it up just smiling at random white people right women's face because you know once again i'm, I'm from venice homie so <laughs> you you pick the mix and the denomination you pick the woman the whatever mix of women i mean so like that this is nothing new to me i mean like shout out to the the beautiful women here in san diego but like we're honestly not going to really compare san diego women to la women now um so <laughs> you know what i mean like uh, so, like, that's one aspect because, see, what happens over here in my community, there are some black people over here, a couple brothers that have had problems. Mm -hmm. And then they come to me like, hey, man, you know, I need your help. I'm like, hey, homie, you know, you move a different way. Like, I, you you smiling at people's face that I don't even, like, I don't even go to those places. You you skinning and grinning. Um, I want to I wanna bring something up, Bishop. Mm -hmm. Uh because I catch flack all the time, you know. Because, yeah, I live in Point Loma. And, yeah, the whole point of living in OB is to not go east of the five, okay? Uh <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me. Here's the situation. I'm in Southeast with... Uh, Two young brothers. I'm gonna I'm I'm be vague in their description. Uh huh. One of them works in the medical field. 
the other works in transportation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, both of these brothers make about the same amount of money. Uh, they're making, I don't know, uh, 60 grandish, you know, give or take, whatever. And what's really funny, unique, now these, they're born and raised, you know, um, affiliated, you know, allegedly they could be affiliated with, you know, uh, whatever neighborhood they come from or whatnot. And both of these young brothers who are uh, in their late 20s to early 30s, mm -hmm. they, have, they have children. Mm -hmm. And both of their, the mother of both of their children happen to be Mexican women. Okay. Okay. And I, f I found that fascinating, Bishop Bowser. Mm -hmm. So I had to peel the layer back. A okay. little, uh, you know, peel back the uh, layer of the onion, and uh, I found a couple of. I could draw some conclusions, right? Because I'm a, just this kind of data numbers statistic guy. Uh, they both came from single mothers, absolutely horrible um, conditions. You know, raised in horrible conditions. Right. Uh, one had some sort of uh, trauma that I I didn't want to uncover because. You know, uh, I don't want to. So some things you just leave alone, right? <laughs> you know, but I could catch where he was going. Um, and what ended up happening for them uh, coming up in this single mom epidemic bastard baby household, being experienced uh, and witnessing the worst horrors in our society, is that it actually kind of turned them to where. Like they both were saying, uh, they don't deal with black women at all. Wow! Right, and well, no, they not only do they not deal with black women at all. Uh, the the one homie, he's got three kids. Uh, two is by the last one, mm -hmm. and they, but but they both are Mexican. And then the one homie, all four his by his girl, and he's trying to get married or whatever, and like. It was it was kind of funny because I brought up the same problem that you're going to run into whether uh, you have a black white Martian woman. Okay, well, fellas, you're doing great right now. Mm -hmm. For a Negro coming out of your circumstances, you're productive. You're making enough money to pay your bills. Right. You got a problem. Your problem is you need to double that income, and you need to double that income within about the next three to five years or so because y'all got all these damn kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. $60,000, $60, $70,000 is enough for you and your girl if, you know, she's working at Home Depot or whatever. It's expensive for kids, man, that's for sure. It's a whole different damn ball game, man. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, oh, here you go. And then one homie. Man, it's funny. See, this. I, I had a chance to talk to to some to some brothers that all from southeast. Now the, the one homie he lives way out. I'm not gonna say he he's he's out damn there in North County. Okay, uh, you know how we like to run a place that we think is cheaper. Right. And and now now now, now he got the sister, and they got four kids, and he's like an assistant chef, and like I looked at him like, hey homie, 
out of everybody else, you making the least. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. Like, it, 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 it's constructive. But like, okay, look, we identified a problem. Right. Now, what we gonna do? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, because like, shit. I think he said he got four, and the girl is pregnant again. You know how they do so. Whoa. Um, yeah. So you know, uh, we have some issues. Um, you know, uh, obviously we have some economic issues. We have some societal issues, but it, it, it is going to be uh, very disingenuous at best, Bishop Bowser, if we do not address and stamp out this whole feminist anti-black male sentiment in our community. Man, yeah, yeah, and we talked about the history because of that, the, uh, a couple dude, weeks ago. You, you, yeah, look, it's. Bishop Bowser, they not only do they they run off you and I, mm-hmm. right, from a quote unquote straight activism, mm-hmm. but it gets deeper than that because see, you're married. What about the what about the unmarried men out here who are supposed to be, you know, black men that are supposed to be looking from the same pool of women? And how do we determine? Who's an anti-black male feminist? Who's not? Yeah, it's it's very complicated. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and like you say, the history of it, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. Hey, if we had a question from um, uh, I don't know, Faye, if you're still on, but Faye asked a question: Are you the only black in in the complex? Uh oh, yeah, of course. Um, it's a small cottage. Cottage is only about eight of them. Oh, okay. Okay. Absolutely. So, you know, so, so my thing is, 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 you know, one of the things that, you know, uh, I was getting to say is that, you know, within this racial movement with racial justice, whatever you want to call it, movement, I, what, where the problem that I see is, is, is what you say when you, especially when you talk about feminism, because that's what's ruling it and running it. Uh, and it's tied into liberalism, right? But also, the the huge problem that I have is with it is that there's no accountability, right? So we, we, absolutely, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talk about hold the police accountable. We talk about you know coming up against these systems and everything else. But then at the same time, you know, some like you talking about these activists and whatever you want to call them, they can say what they want to say, do what they want to do. Uh, uh, mistreat folks. The same thing. Dude, that they get online, about. slander you, yeah. take over yeah. your organization, yeah. spit yeah. on you. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, call it okay, okay. And man, they get dude, promoted it, in that movement, right? They get promoted. And they might even get some more money and be treated, get awards and all kind of stuff. Man, it's it's crazy the way they do that and and the things that are happening. Don't you dare say something because they are all rise up against you or the, the, at least from my perspective, right? Or what I experienced, they just alienate you, right? Don't want to have nothing to do with you anymore. You know, even some of the organizations that I support, right? And, and, and backed up more than some of these other people. When you come up against that black feminist stuff, that feminism, they will cut you off. They won't say you cut off, but they'll cut you off because they'll stop. Like, uh, that's it. And yeah. you know what? And so with that being the case, yeah. Mr. Bowser, the best thing that, you know, uh, you and me and us, we can do mm-hmm. is to just focus on, uh, I'll go right back to what you said about God. 
God put you on this on this earth for a reason. He gave you a purpose, so you focus on that purpose. Mm-hmm. And once you get finished focusing on that purpose and taking care of you and your family mm-hmm. and your other obligations, mm-hmm. if you have some time <laughs> and if you have some uh, penance or some sort of uh, relief that you could contribute, then what you could do at that point is you would find said charity, said uh, movement, said group, said whatever you choose to mm-hmm. dedicate your, your resources on, and you do that, and then that is your contribution to the black community. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely, positively no way in God's green earth that someone's going to tell me, oh, mm-hmm. you know, um, in order, you ain't black because, you know, you're not doing X, Y, Z. That ain't how it works. Right. Now, you know, now, and, now, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, because, see, what, 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 what a lot of people are finding Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, remember now, you start talking about black people, and 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 particularly because it's not really the men; it's the black women. Okay, because feminism. Let's just keep it about. Mm-hmm. Because of feminism, black women are the face of the black race in the black community yeah that's true okay that's true so this is why i told you man the fight is over with i give up i surrender i hey i just take a step back let them go on the run with them have it right and now do do what you call to do what you believe you know your call is right it's it's over it's over let them have it so it's already established the face of the black community is the black woman and, and obviously, and it's feminism. Mm-hmm. So you either cater to that and you can get paid and, 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 and you know, you can keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Or if you speak out against it, you immediately ostracize, yep. cancel, yep. attack or whatever. So, yep. you know, um, I, I'll just kind of go back to what I said earlier. Exactly, and and, and, we, and we we have a choice. We we like the we, you know we, we we like feeding our people when the stupid China virus restriction is over with. Mm-hmm. You know we have the resources. We'll go back to doing that, um, and then that's that's the best that I you know I personally can do right now. And you know, hey, move on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and so that's my thing. Like you know, and so like, but it's not hurting me or you or what have you because what these folks they have to understand is like and many of us that have been impacted like this is that we're there to we we bring in a blessing right we're there to be a help with we're, we're there to strengthen you and if you if you alienate us ostracize us or push us aside then all you're doing is weakening your movement weakening uh the the power that you could have if you really uplifted and supported and got behind the the, the strong black men that are out there that are really leaders and can really make this happen rather than getting behind some weak jelly back man. Uh, so, no, they, so they, they, no, they don't want that. They don't want that. It's, yeah. it, it's and, and, and I'm not, I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. It, right. This has been weaponized. Come on, Bishop Bowser. You have a couple years of me. Oprah Winfrey in the eighties. We have Rolanda and them in the nineties. I, I, it, it's been, Okay, I had to. I was talking to my therapist mm-hmm. because we. I, I had to get. I, I wanted to hear it from her 
I wanted to hear her articulate my urban version of the situation. Okay. Right now, I've obviously I dealt with a lot of different women. I've only had a certain demographic of women tell me that black men ain't shit. Mm. You niggas on the down low. Mm. You niggas should be bullet bags. Uh, Black men is in jail. I'm about to call the police on you. Just to name a few. Yeah. I'm sure the brothers out there can add on many more. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm sure the brothers can add on many more, like lost a job, lost my professional license, went to jail. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and 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 this is based on my experience. I'm not putting in apps, I'm not speaking in absolutes. This is just based on my experience. Mm-hmm. And so based on my personal experience and based on, you know, what we are dealing with here, because see, this is 2022, Bishop. Uh, January, it's about to be February 2022. We're still dealing with, <clears throat> excuse me, still talking about the exact same thing that we were talking about a year ago. Right. You know, white supremacy is taking losses left, right, and center, yet we still have this lingering problem. Yep. Yep. That's for sure, man. And so, you know, so the thing, you know, when I look at it and so on is, you know, God has brought me through a path where I used to be an isolationist, right? So I can live with folks supporting me without it. You know, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm here to be a blessing and be a help. But if you don't need that, then like you were talking about earlier, I'm, you know, what I'm going to do is get back to the things that God has called me to do, you know, and, and just stick right there. You know, of course, we're supposed to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So that means anybody you see in need, you want to help people. But I'm, I think that there, that's a difference bet- from, you know, joining up with these movements that have a specific goal that sometimes the the real goal is hidden within what they saying the goal is right because they're, right. they're pushing a hidden agenda uh, and then you 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 on a, on the surface you think that you're fighting a righteous cause but you really not once you dig beneath that and really see what's going on it's like wait a minute you know i'm not down within then when you speak out against some of these things then it's like oh you out you're counseled you're ostracized um we're not dealing with you no more and and so on and it's okay well cool I, you know i can still uh, do my do the things that I supposed to. I was doing it before I met you, joined you, and I'm going to do it even after you. I'm trying to be a blessing to you. Everywhere I go, I want to leave a blessing behind. And so that's what folks have to understand. But I, my thing is is that what I've, what I've learned in this process of, of, of dealing with uh, this foolishness and madness out here is that some things, like you said, is not worth fighting over, right? And, and, and my thing is like, like you were saying, it's like, you know what? I don't want to fight. You know, you can have it. Go ahead. You know, I mean, this it's not worth it for me. And, and I'm not going to, um, you know, I'm tired of, you know, being stressed out and losing sleep over stuff. So I'm not going to lose any more sleep. Not another day. I'm not going to be stressed out over it anymore. Um, um, I'm not going to put everything on the line for a worthless cause. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do that has meaning, be purpose to my life and where I have passion. And I know where God has driven me to do. 
and I'm happy not to be a part of this anymore or part of you or part of that or part of this group because you've been exposed. We see what you're really made of and so on. So it's kind of like, you know, one one thing we push democracy or let me put this way. We push freedom, right? Freedom to think and to be a free person. But then at the same time, you know, uh, even with voting, right? Um, uh, you're supposed to, you, you know, these movements, well, one thing they try to push for freedom for everybody to be treated fair and equal and things like that. But then the moment you think outside of that herd, uh, you know, they're attacking you, right? You know, whether you support a certain candidate that they don't think you should have support and they come at you like they're trying to control you. And then they talk about voter suppression, right? And in all these different places and, and what that, they're doing that, in some of these red states. But they're, they're, hey. they're, vote, they're, doing, they're the ones that's really doing voter suppression because they won't even let you be free to think and vote for who you want to vote for hey. without attacking you and trying to um, um, mock you and bully you into thinking and voting like they're voting. So there's if you notice, I hadn't even brought any of that crap up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know, that it, all that stuff, it's irrelevant. And the reason that it's irrelevant is because you got 92% of Negroes that's going to vote Democratic regardless. And it's going to be led by the strong black women. So you, you, oh, wait, you put, wait, wait a minute. Like, What'd you tell me the other day, man? No, we strong black woman. We don't use that. Yeah, right. no, you know, there's no such thing as strong black woman. No, and then the funny thing is, is that that look, it, it, see, you gotta. When I was in elementary school, uh-huh. I was a class clown, <laughs> and the teacher told me she's like. They're not laughing with you. Mm-hmm. Like, they're actually laughing at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so the reason that, you know, just the majority are just I, I, the lost causers yeah. is because they are just going to be... Dude, I, we explained that they're getting benefit from it. Yeah, yeah. They're going to get some... I mean, it, it ain't, it ain't going to be a lot. You know, they're going to get a little, you know, child care subsidy check here. And, you know, um, at some point that $10 billion after they get finished siphoning and pilfering it, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be some strong black women get some of that money. So, you know, it, 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 and along with some state money. So, dude, that fight's over with. Give it up. Yeah. It's all over with. The yeah. best thing that we can do is just focus on. Uh, being the best, most productive, highly productive individuals that we yeah. can, and then most importantly, you know, I, I have that thing. I have that. I have. A, I have a thing for homeless people, so that's always going to be my passion. I'm Amen. always, I'm go. always going to, you know, I'm always going to do that. And you know, uh, when this stupid China virus thing is over with, you know, hopefully we can get back uh, to feeding out there. We'll have mm-hmm. to, you know, I'll figure out a way to promote it. Right. outside of you know previous medium but um and and that's all that i can do and that's i right. choose to do and and other than that i don't want to hear anything else because you know yeah white supremacy is real i live around white supremacy right. Right. when i get on my bike and i ride my bike down a sunset cliff i can see clear as day white supremacists when i go to pb i see white supremacists i'm not worried about them mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah. So Faye said that when you answered her question, uh, she said, I figured that when you said you're, you're only black, she said, I figured that 
My opinion is that's why the guy have never given you a problem with your, your rent being late. He don't want to be called a racist as long as he have one in the complex. He can, he's not considered a racist. Okay, she couldn't be more wrong. In, uh, um, couldn't be, like, okay, yeah, okay, all right. Faye, let me help you out, sister. Um, I don't know how much she knows about the history of Ocean Beach, San Diego. Okay. Ocean Beach, San Diego's always been a white trash, white biker kind of, you know, ghetto by the sea. Mm-hmm. Which I'm from Venice works out perfect for me, right? Okay. <laughs> is it is home. it expensive? I mean, what what is the the, the rent? Is it expensive out there? Well, of course, to other it's just fucking expensive. Yeah, Dude, I pay twenty one hundred dollars a yeah. month. Well, of course, I pay twenty one hundred dollars a month. Okay. Well, goddamn right. I pay the cost to be the boss. That's it. It comes with resource dominance. <laughs> yeah, See, no, no, yeah. listen, no. This is why I don't want to hear anything about I ain't no women. I can get a women bullshit. Mm-hmm. You got the resources. I just had a twenty one year old Heine. Last uh, week, say that again. Uh, Heine, 21 year old Mexican girl. Oh, okay. uh, you know, because little dog, you come to the beach, you come to my hood, uh, you can smell the salt air. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Um, oh, back to resource dominance. Hence, I'm not bringing liquid over there with multiple kids, and it, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Do listen, Bishop Bowser, there's a house in the 4600 block of Lotus right now. It's a four-bedroom, three-bathroom house. It's in my neighborhood. It's in OB, man. Okay. It's a four-bedroom, three-bath house. It's almost 1,500 square foot. It's got a garage, and it's $1.4 million. Yeah, I think now, you told me about that. Yeah. Now, in about a year or so, I might, I'll be in the area. I'll you know, be able to kind of look at that a little more closely. Mm-hmm. That's four bedrooms, dude. That's for me to start our own family, mm-hmm. not to move in with the ready-made family, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I hear you. So that's why you don't have to say anything about dealing with this feminism or other crap. Mm-hmm. Natural selection is going to take care of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let me see. So, any you have anything else on... Um... On the subject that we was talking, anything else you want to say, giving any closing words or anything? You know, uh, is the fight really worth it? At the end of the day, I love, we love our people. The fight, this is a complicated question. Yes, it's worth it to continue to fight white supremacy. No, it is not worth it to let it consume you. Mm-hmm. In fact, in 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 fact, you know, I think it just it just Bishop, I have to be honest, man. We we have a serious feminist problem, feminism problem. That if we took care, if that problem, if we took care of that problem, white supremacy wouldn't stand a chance. Right, I agree. No, because what's happening is just like it's almost to the point, Bishop. I don't really have, I almost don't have a need for my place in OB no more. Uh huh. Because I got the place down in Baja. Okay. So, how, how long do you, so you go back and forth? 
Of course. We have I have a business down there. Okay. That's what's actually fueling everything. Got you. Um so Can you speak Spanish? Enough. Okay. I speak the netto. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> complicated. That's another story there. Um what happens is, and this is the part that's not funny, Bishop. Mm-hmm. When you when 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 you have black men that step up and want to, you know, take some take a take 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 some some leadership or step in the forefront and help and fight or whatever. Right. And then after you get attacked, you say, "Okay, no problem." Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I can uh, almost like your fairy tale movie. I can just go and and hide out and and, right. and, uh, and I can go to the. <laughs> I can go just into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, and never be heard from again. Right. I don't need you, but you need me. That's one thing you got to understand. And, and and it's very unfortunate. And so what will happen is, and I, I hate to say this, Bishop Bowser, but a lot of our brothers, their money ain't right. Mm-hmm. That's why they're sticking with this bullshit. Mm-hmm. But any man whose economics right is only going to stick around for so long until you explore their options. Right. So as I, like I keep, I keep, I I point back to the economics. It goes back to the economics. Mm What will happen? Natural selection is going to take care of this. Don't stay, you know, like, honestly, I, I, moving forward, you won't hear me talk about the whole single mom, black woman thing anymore because it's over with. Like, like, seriously, it's like, because it, it, nature's gonna nature will take care of this, right. you know. Let's just you know we'll focus on, you know, moving forward. Uh, I want to, I really want to to see if we can get you know start feeding these people, yeah. feed up people like you know, uh, twice a week, mm-hmm. and 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 try to attack some kind of housing. Right. Um. I, that, see, that's the problem. See, you got to get it with path. Like I've done a little bit of homework. You know, it, it, it's it, it's a mess, but you know, we'll feed them, um, and I think I might have a connection where we can bring um, the county for the snap, the food snap people can come and like they'll set up a tent because they do it out here in Ob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you know that they literally come to a church out here and set up a tent at the church, and the tweakers can come and get their meth and yeah anyway um <laughs> right on the church yeah. oh dude listen man it's ridiculous so on the church property they let the, the fucking crazy white gene meth heads you know they this the first of all they sleep on the church property okay. okay then so that way they just wake up and you know they wake up when the food stamp people you know set their tent up <laughs> So you just wake up, get your food stamps, and then go trade them for meth. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's it's yeah. only out the, only out here in my neighborhood though. They don't do this shit nowhere else. Wow. Yeah. It, it, okay. A, a Faye is asking, is that the Rock? Uh, you know what? Is it the Rock or Ob? It's down the street for me. So that's um it's on Saratoga and Sunset. <clears throat> I think that might be like the river church. She might be right. The rock or like OB 
And they have a lot, the, they have churches a little bit everywhere too. Yeah, it's on. It's the church on the. But I thought their church was in Point Loma, the main one. Oh God, I could. I should know this by heart. Okay, that would be the southeast. No, yeah, southeast, southwest corner of Saratoga, and um, and Sunset Cliffs Boulevard, where that church is. Oh, okay. I don't know what church that. Yeah, because now that now that you think about it, now that you mention it, mm-hmm. Bishop Bowser, there's the Episcopal Church, and then that's wherever that church is next to it, mm-hmm. and then there's the church I'm talking about across the street. Right. And then across the street from that church is like another church. There's like four churches in like two blocks. Okay. And all are all of them doing the same thing, or just the one church? Ah. Uh, no, only one church feeds, and then another. The church I'm talking about, they do the um, the food stamps, and then the third church, they actually do some kind of like um, they do something for like the homeless youth or something. Okay, okay, that works. So I yeah, think- actually, you, they're the little secret. The, the uh, you, the the white supremacists and your good liberal white people, they hate them churches for helping them homeless white tweakers out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've I, I seen you talk and, and, and post that and, and talk about that and so on and so forth. So, yeah, so I, I really I appreciate it, man, and um, I agree with you. Is the fight worth it? Nah, man. It just, you know, like you said, natural selection, you know, what's going to be is going to be. And just move and stay focused on what we should be doing because you you know when the fruit is right you don't have to yank it and so when you're in the right place everything is going to flow right and you're going to bring forth the right kind of fruit in the season and so we just have to position ourselves to be at the right place of where we can be productive and where we can be fruitful and where we can be a blessing and those places where you know you're not accepted you know that's just, you know hey okay cool i'm not i'm not here to fight with you you know? <laughs> 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 you know you can have it you can have it you know and that you you know but you're going to see that you know you can't do this you know without us you know you you want to you're going to need some strong black men if you want to survive and you want to make it you know god designed it that way you can't do it without it and and we see how you know what's going on in the black community What's going on in our nation? If 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 we want to uh, put the black woman up like that, then she got to take the credit for all these problems that we have, and so on. And and then admit like, nope, we can't do this by ourselves. You know, um, we got to get out of this feminist stuff, and we got to support and get behind and stand with our black men. You know, lift them up, not oppress and and push them down. And so on. And when we get to that place, then we can all work together and and do some things. You know, you got so many weak men out there. They push people like Tarana Burke, you know, promoting her books and things like that and think that that's something great and awesome. And then at the same time hurting us. You know, you got a lot of folks that I don't even know if they consider themselves black. You know, they claim to be black, but, you know, they 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 pushing everything but blackness. And I'm for, you know, I, I love everybody. But I got to love right. myself first, right? You, I, I, the Bible said, "Love your neighbor as you love yourself." You know, how can I, how can I love you if I don't love myself as a black man? You know, I, I, I got to do that in order to be able to, to, to have value in my love towards anyone else. And so, you know, uh, it's about 
Um, uh, if the, the, the black man is on the bottom of everything, if you can lift him up, you can lift everything up. You raise him up, everything get raised up. But if you continue to oppress him, you're not going nowhere, you know. And that's the bottom line. And so we, you know, uh, the, the fight. And the smartest thing that we can do is check. Look, it sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. And and I'm just I'm just telling black men because this is a common occurrence. This is not a one-off, Bishop Bowser. Right. So the most intelligent thing that black men can do is just politely step back, step away. The world is huge, mm-hmm. and it's not even it's not even black women. It's just this American westernized black women. That's it. Yep, absolutely. And remember, we got we yeah. got we got the Ethiopian women here. That that's a whole other story. Around circles around them. So mm-hmm. you know, got to be a little more, got to drill down on that. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, you know, if if nothing else, um, thank you for that. Um, I, I think Face said, "No, the Rock is on the old military property." Yeah. I, well, okay. I didn't know that. I thought it was up further. I don't know if that's military pro- property or not. And then she said, I think you'd be surprised of some black men, young and old, uh, that don't know how to be a man, period. Yeah, that's true. I didn't know how when I first got into, uh, started having uh, my first son and things like that. And, you know, and the thing of it is, when we talk about mentors, well, we talk duh, about when they, when, okay, okay, look, okay. She brought up the goddamn point in the problem, dude. Mm-hmm. These single damn mothers are raising the same bastard baby beta cater, beta male castrated Negroes that are the problem because they did not have a man in the fucking house in the damn first place. Excuse me, let me step back and say it again. The problem in black society is that since you have 78% of these women who are having these children without a man in the house, these castrated Negroes are running around extra emotional, blowing these women's brains out when they're not beating the shit out of them or raping them or otherwise mistreating them because, no, they're not men because they have no idea what manhood is all about. That's right. Congratulations to the strong black woman. Now, and that's me, not yeah. when they... Go ahead. Hey, I'm sorry, Jimmy. That's Go ahead. Not when they, yeah, that's not when they stealing a mama credit card and buying parts on the internet to order fucking ghost guns mm-hmm. and turn them to terrorists in the community. Mm-hmm. And and let me say this is that on top of that is that, you know, even when you look in our society and, and, and I say our society, I'm talking about the, uh, the black community. If that young man gets out of that single home and get into the streets or go somewhere else, there's no environment out there that is uh, conducive to produce <laughs> manhood. Right. Because uh, no. like what you just talked about, you're going to run across those that's making the ghost guns or banging or selling drugs or pimping and doing those things. You have no no real role models or no real men out there that you can find and see to even, um, I mean, like yourself and me, There's we, we're out there. But like you said, we've been pushed in the corner. Get out of the way. But then these guys that are no good and the ones that even uh, uh, folks think might be some are players and everything else, making babies all over the place and things like that. But those are the ones that they put on the pedestal. Those are the ones that they show to, you know, to everybody else. Look, see, you know, white supremacy, everybody else put them on the pedestals and bring them on their shows and write stories about about them. That's why, if you notice, I don't even, I I used to deconstruct because (laughs) one one of the black feminists, I told you they was attacking me 
oh, you're black men just killing all the black women. Okay, well, wait a minute. You black women, I deconstructed case after case where these women were choosing thugs and motherfuckers fresh out of prison and, and bringing in men with felonies with guns in the house with their children. Yeah. And then when something unfortunate happened, it's, oh, look at the black man. So, uh-uh. You know what? I, if you notice, I don't even, if you know, I, I don't even say nothing about that no more. I don't, yeah. I don't really, you know, because it's it's not my, it's not my problem. Yeah. As long as they don't come over here to 4624, I ain't got no problem with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know that that's my address. As long as they'll come over, <laughs> you give them your address out. <laughs> yeah. As long as they'll come over to forty six twenty four, I'm cool. You know, you take that shit anywhere else you want to take. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and you know, but I, I thank you for your your candidness, man, because it, it's true, right? When you when you when you talk about it and you talk about it, is the fight really worth it? I mean, that's what it's really all about, right? Because that's what ended up happening. Like, hey, just leave me alone. I'm doing my thing. You do your thing, and and so on, and and and. You know, I, I think there's no environment that can encourage true manhood, right? In our in our black society that no. encourages that, right? And promotes mm-hmm. it and produces it and helps develop it, right? And and so that's part of what the problem is. And it makes it easy for uh um lack of a better word, I hate to say this, but a thug or whatever you want to call them, a uh, player and gangster or whatever to be put on the pedestal, right? Um, uh, all they got to do is say the right things, uh, claim to be doing the right things. And when we know that that mentality is still there and they know nothing about being a man. And and a lot of these folks that, that they're looking to to um, uh, talk about our community and what needs to be done, a lot of them don't know nothing about being a man, right? And, and they've had, like you said, women, single women raised them and never had a, a, a true man to mentor them, right? Even in their religions, you know, because I know when I got saved in my church, uh, there was nobody there to mentor me to be a man, right? And he talked about me, but, you know, but then I had to ask right. a prayer and begin to uh, see some errors of my ways. I began to learn through my errors, and I had to learn by myself to research, study, reading, and looking at myself and learning and so on, right, to, to learn how to be a father, learn how to be a better husband and things like that. And so, you know, that's why when you see this gray, that means experience, right? Hmm. And what they say, yeah. experience is, is the best teacher. You, you, can't go, you can't go to a white supremacy school and, and learn how to be a man. You know, uh, you're going to have to find But you can go to white supremacy school and learn how to be an anti-black male, right? Thank hey. you. Quickly. Uh, uh, thank you for saying that, man. That Because that, and if folks understood that, if they understood that, they, they understand. understand like, it. If, no, if, they understand it. They know. If, if Bishop, they amen. know. Amen. Amen. They know. Amen. amen. Now here's the Negroes thing. know everything that we're talking about. Uh-huh. They know it. When Kevin Samuels talks about the single mother epidemic, they know. Mm-hmm. When Jason Black talk about the bastard baby makers, and if you thirty in your thirties and mm-hmm. over with them bastard babies. Good night. The yeah. train is left. Yeah. You better get a garbage man. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. they know. They know yeah. the same information. Tariq talked about this in the 2000s. Sharzad Ali, our queen sister, took all kind of arrows from these damn feminist, anti-black male, racist, hating black women. What's her name? In the 90s. Shar, man, sister Sharzad Ali wrote the preeminent book, 
the black man's guide to understanding the black women. Okay. And where it was controversial, and I, I'm, I'm just going to say what the book says, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going to say what the book says. Mm-hmm. The book indicates that because a black woman has never been accountable for anything whatsoever. Thank you. Right? And she's able to run her damn mouth. The book indicates that uh, perhaps a pop, a strike in the mouth is uh, a corrective measure to stop the black woman from flapping them gums. And she put that in the book, okay? And did. now, Sister Sharzad Ali, Sharzad, S H A R H A Z A D, Sharzad Ali, S H A R H A Z A D Ali. Sharzad Ali is called, the book is called The Black Man's Understanding on How to Deal with the Black Woman. Wow. She talked about this, man. Okay, so the next time that we talk, I was, I, I, told, I don't even want to deal with this shit no more because it's yeah. hopeless, but <laughs> if you want to talk about it, then I, I'll dissect when she, you know, she broke this down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll stop it right there. We'll, we'll break it down. All right, there you go. Okay. We'll break down because she she this is going back to the nineties. Mm-hmm. See, I made a post. I made a post. I said, "What if the black woman had to listen to Charlotte Ali back in the early nineties? When did she write this? Man, this book is written shit. Eighty eight, eighty nine. Oh, so it's been around for a while. The knowledge has always been there. Nobody is just the minute you the minute you the minute uh, the minute that a if it's a black woman Arthur, uh-huh. she can talk about blame black men, black men rapists, and she could definitely put this the the most insane fallacy out there. Mm-hmm. Black women can get with white men, mm-hmm. um, because see, I, I already debunked that. I'm in Mexico. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm mopping the floor, uh, with, with all kind of women, but it doesn't work that way if a black woman was going out there. Yikes. So anyway, um, <laughs> or anywhere else, uh-huh. um, you can go to Jamaica, get your black boo out, but nobody's going to take you off the market just mm. like they get the black boo out here. So, um, yeah, homie, she talked about this. If a black, if a black woman, Arthur wants to make money. Mm-hmm. She has to talk about, you know, feminism and and swirling and, and that. If a black female Arthur talks about, you know, her kind of conversation, dude, man, they man, they try to tar and feather this woman. Right. Yeah, you know I'm surprised you know who she is. We we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about her the whole next week. Don't worry about okay. it. So here's the thing, yeah, uh, for sure. Um you know, listening to you speak and talk about the book and what we talk talking about, and I know we got to get close in a minute, is that um, when you talk about the way society is, black society or society as a whole, um, one thing I, I, I was thinking as you were speaking about this woman is how you can find a woman that may have some decency 
from the perspective of respecting the black man and knowing that, hey, you know, we need leadership and so on. But then once they tap into this society, it converts them. Whatever little bit that they did have, they lose it. And because of the incentives to promote just what you were talking about, you know, feminism and all of that. And, and, and that's the way society is set up. All right. So you have to ask yourself a question. I'm, I'm not going to bash them. Okay, I'm not, I would never, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really, I mean, my Angelo was a traitor and all of them, but I'm not gonna be mad at them. <laughs> Think about it. Mm-hmm. If, 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 you know, uh, uh, Joel Oystein was to come to you and say, look here, man, um, you could be one of my associate bishops and, and I'll put you on, mm-hmm. but you got to do X, Y, Z. There you go. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, and, 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 and so you could say that you, what you want, what you would or wouldn't do, mm-hmm. but until you get put in that position, that's it, right? Yep. You know? And so I'm not going, Hey, <laughs> get it how you live, you know? Um, it is what it is, homie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, most definitely, um, I don't, let me see. I think. More questions. Well, I think. Let me see. Did Faye ask? Did she asked that. So I think. Oh, yes, yeah, she said that. Oh, she. This one here. Uh, uh, she said because the father didn't stand up because he didn't know, uh, and still don't at the age of seventy and eighty. I don't. I didn't quite get that. Um, then she, uh, Faye. So Faye said, "I don't. I. I did just that years back." I don't understand why I did. Or oh, probably something you were saying, Jimmy, when you're talking about single mothers. Uh, but it is good. I feel like the Lord have uh, have have me right where I am at. Uh, she says, sorry. Um, okay. Uh, thank you, Sister Faith. I thank you for participating. I think we thank all those that came in because we do want you to give your comments. And if I can see them, I'll read them and so on uh, we want you to participate in this and be a part of this so we can have a conversation don't mean we're going to agree right uh but we can have some conversation like i told you oh uh, yeah i'm here to i'm not here to <laughs> be friends I'm like i told you to. jimmy shoot straight for the <laughs> you know sweet sugar coated and sweet talking and things like that we have conversations all the time so you know the and that that's why i like them i, I like people that that uh, shoot straight right shoot straight with and be themselves and things like that so we really appreciate that like I, I've mentioned to you all before, we're going to try to have this podcast twice a week, but you'll be seeing me and Jimmy here on Wednesday, and I want to try to do it either Saturday or Sundays. So you'll probably be seeing me again in a few days doing uh, two podcasts and work it on up, right? Uh, you know, if, if, if time allowed, try to have it three or four times a week, but we'll see. Or whenever Neith might come in on an emergency and have one, but we want to continue these conversations. And, um, you Absolutely. Know, you know, and, and, you know, you can, we can, uh, you can disagree and, and not like it, but let's have a conversation about it because these things are happening and these are things that we're seeing and what we're dealing with. And until we face that reality and start dealing with these issues that we have in our community, the black community, uh, we're going to continue to see the oppression, right? You know, a lot of the oppression and different things that we see is our fault uh, uh, to a certain degree mm-hmm. because of how we're doing each other. You know, uh, how are we going to stand up and fight and 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 bring equity and equality and all of that when we're not even uh, treating each other right? And there's no accountability in our own circles of, of what we're the work that we're doing among ourselves. And so no standards, no principles. 
And so until we do that, and like Jimmy said, I agree with one hundred percent. You know, uh, liberal. I believe feminism and liberalism is is uh, liberals is a cause of a lot of this. You know, of what's happening in the black community. It hasn't helped. It hasn't fixed. So when you sometimes those conservatives are right when they attack the Democrats and and the liberals and and say like, well, look at the mess that you see in the community. Y'all been <laughs> and supporting They're them for years, the for years, you know. And look at the problem that look at what you see, you know. And and they I, are I, telling right. the one hundred percent truth. Yeah. In yeah. fact, Bishop, I know we got to go, but mm-hmm. just if you look down the list, if we just didn't tell a Negro what side it was, if mm-hmm. we just named the policies, mm-hmm. the average Negro is going to side with me on 90 percent, not 80% of the issues. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then turn around and do something else when they see the labels and so on. So we shouldn't really play by the labels. Play by our our principles, right? Play by our convictions that we have. Play by our values and our beliefs, and you'll see something different. And if we can really have the courage to stand by those and fight for those, you you'll see a difference in our community. You know. I give you a dirty little secret, and I, I'll cut you loose. <laughs> okay, go ahead. My my gun toting white supremacist MAGA Trump supporting friend. Mm-hmm. A bunch of them really don't mind giving the Negro a couple of dollars for some reparations mm-hmm. only for uh, only for us only like 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 i mean it's it's not a very popular opinion you're not going to hear this circulated right but i've i've had them say jimmy you know what what what, what do the negroes want mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm like hey look this is unfortunately you know if, if trump had to kept his word it got with q the vast majority oh, yeah. of Negroes went went along with it anyway. Yeah, right, they fought but, but, right, but 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 you see what it did to Cube. I said, yeah. but you know, if if you wanted to get enough black people, because it's 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 the black men leading the way, slowly walking away from the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Slowly, fifteen percent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's slowly getting there. Um, you, you're not gonna do nothing with the women, but. I'm like, you know, you, you, you do something for us, which is the next one I'm talking about. I want to focus on it. You, you need to do something specifically for black men. Right. And, you know, we can get you, you know, we can get you, you, you can get that, uh, that you can tap into that 61% of black men that are in the middle class. Now that middle class is the best. I think the what, middle class income is like, what, $58,000, $60,000 or some shit. You know, so medium, yeah. Out here, yeah, out here, that's less than minimum wage. But, um, you know, minimum wage, whatever. Uh, but middle class is sixty grand. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we got a lot of black men in that demographic, mm-hmm. and they can tap into that demographic, right? Specifically, the successful black man that might have been burned behind various Negro movements that didn't produce nothing but the same street trash. Mm-hmm. So you know there is a market there. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. So we we thank you all for um, viewing us and watching us and listening to us on our podcast. This is Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser, and uh, this is our ep- uh, season two, episode six. And you know, is the fight worth it? So you heard it. Share it, and let's continue to have the discussion about it. All right. God bless you.